We're coming in hot to give you our hot takes on all the latest mental health news. From headlines and memes to developments and breakthroughs. We go into this show blind with the hopes of learning something new. Before sharing some bunny hugs. And leaving with our eyes wide open. I'm Nick. And I'm Todd. And this is Mental Health Headline Hot Takes. We're glad you're here. Okay, hi everybody. Hello, welcome to another week. I have deja vu. Do you have deja vu? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I go first. All right. Okay. Um, for those of you listening, I was spinning the wheel to see who goes first. Uh, okay. It's, e- so, it's easier than rock, paper, scissor. That's for sure. <laughs> it is. <laughs> uh, so this uh, uh, story is from the um, Indiana University School of Liberal Arts. And it's called Reproductive Grief Screening Tool Could Reshape Mental Health Treatment and Open Conversations mm-hmm. About Loss. And it is from a lady called Julia Hodson. Uh, so this is um, uh, so this is from uh, some uh, some researchers are getting together. Uh, one is Jennifer Butte and Maria Brand. They're in the Department of Communications and Studies at the university there. Uh, and they're trying to come up with uh, some kind of tools for women that are have complex grief around birth very different than post-traumatic stress uh they say we grieve about many things but it's a different type of grief when you're grieving the loss of an unborn child um it says the stigma around reproductive loss often silences those who are experiencing it uh in their research interview Butin brown found that both individuals and physicians often struggle with navigating conversations like that Uh, We have this kind of societal rule that you don't even mention that you are pregnant until you get past the first trimester because of fear that you'll have to tell someone that you lost a baby. So even before you. Oh, I know. I have have plenty of people in my life that have struggled uh, even very recently with um, fertility problems, losing babies. It's uh, and then the, the stigma that comes with that, too, for them when they do get pregnant. And it's guilt. And it's like, what if it happens again? And now I feel guilty for the other people struggling. It's a very, mm-hmm. very, very um, timely topic, I think. It's, oh. We're kind of like changing the way that um, we, we look at this in general. But anyway, I'm sorry. Go on. Mm-hmm. No, that's okay. Uh, uh, Brian also says, so we're not even supporting women for their excitement with a pregnancy because they're already like have this mindset of don't even tell anybody until it's quote unquote safe. Uh, we don't want to support you when you have this loss either. So it's really difficult. A lot of women don't communicate what they're feeling or what they're experiencing because of the fear of being hurt again. Uh, they say that there's a lot of, um, you know, people say things to try to make them feel better, but it often makes it worse. Like, well, at least the baby wasn't born and then died. You know, it's like, well, no, I'm still what's the difference of still grieving oh or, gosh. you know, I really you know, hope people, we're past people saying something like that, but I, I fear we're not. Well, I guess it depends on the person. But, um, it says, at least you weren't that far along. You can always try again, you know, at least, at least a baby, yeah, wasn't born and you lost it. So, um, you know, that's, that's very hurtful. So then they have a couple things of advice to say to people that have lost some, uh, uh, a child, uh, let them know that you're there for them. Let them know you have the right to feel any emotions that you're experiencing. 
offer nonverbal support such as a comforting hug or simple listening and mm. do not trivial triv, trivialize the loss. So, um, yeah, it, it, it's some of the things you can say, I don't, and okay, I love this one because everybody feels like they have to say something to make you feel better. This one is, I don't even know what to say right now, but I'm so glad you were talking to me about it. That's huge. Yeah, that would uh, be. Man, the amount of times I'd love to hear someone say that to me over the years. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, <laughs> so often, like, yeah, not that, you know, I, I've gone through this experience, but just, yeah, I, I, I quite often I'm not looking for an answer. I'm just, I'm just talking because I need to talk. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's uh, a, that's a challenge. And I, with in general, but when it comes to like, child loss or women and, and, um, you know, fertility challenges or whatever that is. I think it's just such an ambiguous thing because you, you really don't know what to say. Um, especially because it is, again, it's like a little ambiguous. It's not as tangible. Um, if you haven't gone through it as most things are, but, mm -hmm. uh, or are not, but yeah, that's pretty, that's tough. I, I I know I've struggled in those situations with what to say because all I want to do is be supportive and do the right thing and say the right thing and and uh, or not say anything if that's the right thing. Right, um, right. I think another good one though is to ask. You know, I'm glad you're talking to me about it, but you know, also what what can I do for you? Not is there anything I can do for you? What can I do for you? Mm -hmm. uh, there's a couple other ones here too that they said I can understand why you feel this way. This must be really hard for you and I'm here for you. So mm. super simple things, but you know, I, I said that I haven't been in this experience, but I, I, I was okay. I'll say it. I was, we, we lost a, a child really oh. early on when we were first trying to get pregnant with our first son. Like we found out she was pregnant. It was like a week later. So it wasn't like, right. But, but still it's, it's still a, a grieving moment. And I didn't even know what to say to my wife to be honest with you. And I'm, because, I'm sure she didn't know what to, what to say to you either. I mean, it, it, it's, <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. such a, I can't even watching, um, friends, close friends of mine go through this e even a couple times. It's very, it, it's just very sad and, and they don't know what they need necessarily or how to be there for each other too. It's yeah, it is complex grief. That, it's very I've heard that complex. term before, but I, I've never really understood it yeah. until, you know, actually thought about it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Cause, yeah. Cause it isn't a tangible thing. It was this thing that was, oh man, uh, it's so nuanced. Cause then yeah. I, it's like, I'm pro abortion, but also, uh, well, that's another thing they said. People that even go through abortions grieve and need right. uh, some kind of. Absolutely. Know. I mean, I know, I, again, I, I know people in my life that have made that decision and are very grateful that they were able to have that option. Right. But also mm -hmm. they, they feel a sense of loss too. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I know women that are in their fifties and they're still struggling with their decision mm -hmm. they made when they were 18. Yeah. Um, so, so yeah, I, it's nice that the, you know, I think it's, people you know, are thinking I, about it. Yeah. And I, I think it's, um, I think it's good to think about it. I think it's good to open up space and have obviously conversations about things that are nuanced or things that are very, um, uh, taboo almost, or have been taboo for so long. 
And um, the part that I think is is also interesting, and I I don't know, I don't think it's my place, having never had a child or tried to have a child. Um, but I I also don't necessarily think people who do whether you struggle or not with infertility, like you shouldn't hide or have to keep your pregnancy private. I, I don't think. I get like waiting a certain amount of time, right? You wait until, uh, yeah, it's more viable or whatever, whatever that, that terminology is there. It, sure. Mm-hmm. But I, I don't think people should do it out of guilt for, um, not being able to be happy for, because some people are having trouble. I think those are two completely different things that should operate with two completely different compasses. What do you, th- oh, like, so what do you saying- think about that? So you're saying people should be happy, like you, women are maybe not saying things because they're worried of hurting other women's feelings that have lost. Yeah. And then feeling oh. the guilt that either they didn't have those challenges or they had those challenges, but now have managed to Su- be um, successful yeah. in the, yeah. Yeah. Oh, and I've yeah, had that's... some, some nuanced conversations in the friend group where, you know, uh, one of the one of the couples is expecting, and one of them is trying, and it's like, what's the line of when it's okay to, to? And it is like I get it, but I don't think, as much as my heart breaks for people who struggle with that, um, with fertility and struggle with law, uh, pregnancy loss or anything like that, I don't think it's necessarily. Um, it's not the same thing as someone celebrating that they are growing their family or bringing a new person into the world. Mm-hmm. I think they're different. I think they have to be different. Otherwise we're not going to be able to talk about anything because somebody's yeah. going to get triggered, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. That's just the human nature. But also, part of it, cause I, I mean, yeah, I'm sorry. I'm talking about one last thing on that. This is just very fresh. Cause this is going on in my, my very close knit group of friends. These, these things have mm-hmm. happened over the last year. Um, <clears throat> the other thing is, is I don't think that the person who's struggling, I think they are absolutely entitled to feel hurt when they're, or, or, or triggered jealous or, or jealous. Yeah. yeah. I think that's also a totally natural feeling and that's, that's allowed too. So it isn't yeah. it isn't one or the other is my point. They're two two separate paths, even though they're on the same topic. Right, right, yeah, and that's what I was gonna add when I was I was like, you know, it's only human nature to like for that woman to feel jealous or, mm-hmm. um, you know, and then it's up to her not to feel maybe resentful to the other person or whatever. But that's a good point um, too. That's actually but, a very yeah. good point. It yeah, God, it's complicated and yeah. Well, we should really just have black and white discussions from now on. <laughs> yeah. Oh, point. and by the way, that wouldn't be very make, fun, though. No, <laughs> I wanted to make a quick update on the maid. Um, that's a medical assistant in dying around mental health in Canada. Uh, decision has been made, and they are pushing it back again until 2027. So, uh, okay, odds are. Nothing's going to be happening for quite a while. They just keep and kicking that cu- down the curb. Yeah. And uh, it, it, if you look at the polls, it's quite possible we'll have a completely different political party ruling by then. <laughs> so we'll see what happens. <laughs> and that party definitely won't. They're not backing that bill. They're not going to so. do that. <clears throat> no. Well, yeah. Is, uh, what's, is Trudeau up for election? Well, he's still the he, leader. He's still the yeah. prime minister, but there's people within his party that are saying, "Hey, hey, buddy, maybe uh, 
maybe it's time to step down and find a new leader. Yeah, hit the road, Justin. Good riddance. I'm not a fan. Uh, Yeah. I mean... If you are, it's time, okay. We don't have to argue. <laughs> no, no, I'm, I wouldn't say I'm a fan, but at the time who he was running against, he was the best of the options. But now it's like, yeah, he's getting a little long in the tooth and it's like, okay, pal, let's, let's, let's get some fresh blood in there. <laughs> yeah. Well, hey, at least you've still got best of the options. We're like, we're looking at like harm, what <laughs> harm reduction in the United States at this point. I heard a rumor. Like, do we I heard a rumor in the States? What rumor? Joe Biden's going to step down and Michelle Obama's going to run. Dude, what? <laughs> Google it. I know it's a rumor, but like what, what, where are you getting that from? Are you watching one news network or something? <laughs> <laughs> it was is on this, TikTok. Did, I was going to say, <laughs> did, did Trump, did Trump write about this on truth social? um listen i'm all for joe biden stepping down i actually think it's incredibly ridiculous that he is running um he can't complete a sentence and i actually i feel for him and his family because i feel like it's elder abuse at this point he's clearly he clearly is he needs to to step down so to sum that up i think joe biden should step down i think his family should encourage him to step down and that he should live his remaining days peaceful without the stress of whatever a president does all day (laughs) all right uh, my turn sounds good yes another day is here and you're ready for it what to wear check breakfast lunch and dinner check planning for what's next and how to save for it that's where bank of america can help for your financial to-dos bank of america has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals get started at one of our local financial centers or 24 7 in our mobile banking app Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So this one, this one, I, I've fully switched, switched my opinion since I selected this article because at first it was, uh, it was a, a different way. So my article is on ABC News. A lot of you probably saw this. Uh, the headline is why the internet is talking about Elmo's tweet. And <laughs> this is written by the Good Morning America team, which I guess they now uh, collectively um, write articles about Elmo. But um, Elmo the other day, uh, X twittered on X Twitter, Xed. Elmo is just checking in. How is everybody doing? And the replies um, were 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 initially, in my view, not very good uh, because one person replied, "Honestly, Elmo, I need a hug." Another wrote, "I shouldn't have been." I shouldn't have rushed wanting to be an adult. I need a big break, guy. Mm. Another person said, uh, feeling of existential dread and that they're just barely hanging on. And uh, 
even some celebrities hopped in there. Uh, Rachel Zegler, who's an actress, said, resisting the urge to tell Elmo that I'm kind of sad. Rapper, singer, T-Pain posted, I'm just looking for somebody to talk to and show me some love, if you know what I mean. Continued on, our famous, just talked about president of the United States, chimed in on X Twitter and said, I know how hard it is some days to sweep the clouds away and get to sunnier days. Our friend Elmo is right. We have to be there for each other, help our neighbor in need, and above all else, ask for help when you need it. Even though it's tough, you are never alone. Mm. And Elmo replied, wow, Elmo is glad he asked. Elmo learned that it is important to ask a friend how they are doing. Elmo will check in again soon, friends. Elmo loves you. Hashtag emotional well-being. So mm. my initial thought on this was, well, <clears throat> here's what's frustrating about this, because you know how I feel about like shining lights on awareness of things once in a while that happen every single day. But as I started thinking about this more and reading through more of the, the, uh, the replies, I, I changed my mind and I was like, this actually gave a opportunity or an opening or some space for people to uh, share how they were feeling. Uh, and say something to X Twitter in uh, the form of a Muppet and share the truth of how they're feeling. And it kind of opens up and shows that a lot of people are struggling. And it is it is not just random people that are on X Twitter. It's it's people that we see, you know, with fame and fortune and success. And, um, you know, I, I don't know exactly what it is that cause people to feel comfortable opening up to Elmo. But I, I just wonder if it's something like that child, like Elmo's a safe sp space, right? Elmo's never going to judge anybody. He's, he's uh, a big part of our childhood and your kid's childhood, I'm sure. And, and society from, from, uh, for a long time. And so I think it kind of, it kind of gave a space, um, and a person or a Muppet, I should say that people felt like they could be honest with, uh, trust, and and know that they can say they're not okay without judgment mm -hmm. or fear of judgment. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, yeah. I can see how you struggled with it a bit because, um, yeah, it's not nice that so many people are suffering right now. But uh, but it's nice that Elmo asked how everyone was doing, and people trusted enough to to be open and vulnerable. And uh, trauma bond with each other and yeah. Elmo. Yeah, and I saw <laughs> I saw a meme too that was like uh, funny, and it was someone saying, "I'm resisting the urge to trauma dump on Elmo." <laughs> but, Elmo needs therapy yeah. now. No, I know, this. poor Elmo, poor Elmo's been trauma dumped. <laughs> but I do think it's it. I'm very interested in like the psychology, the of psychology it? of it. Like, why are we more comfortable talking to a Muppet than we are to each other? And I think that right there is something that's interesting to explore and think about. Um, but I, I hope that I hope that this is something that continues. I hope Elmo does check in again, and I hope people do get more comfortable. And I hope if if you see someone who is struggling, whether it's on Elmo's ex Twitter or whether it's on uh, in your everyday life or anywhere on social media, like just you know, send a nice comment, send some support, say. I'm here for you and you, you can maybe give someone that space. That's, yeah. It's like we were saying before, you don't have to give an answer. You just yeah. have to be an ear and 
yeah, yeah, a safe space for someone to to be vulnerable. Exactly. Um, and you know, I I know we've talked about this before, but I say things to my dog that I never would say to someone in real life, and I think this has kind of gotten me to think about that and be like, well, why? Why would I, why would I say that? And I know that he's going to be there and he's going to love me and he's, he's going to stick with me no matter what, no matter what I tell him, it could be good or bad, you know, or tell him he's a bad boy when he's bad and he still sticks by me, you know? So (laughs) I can kind of, I feel like there's a sense of that too, where it's, it's just, um, you know, the unconditional love, it's unconditional love. That's exactly it. So yeah, Yeah. I find that I found this, um, initially, uh, I know I texted her. I was like, I've got my article <laughs> and I was, but I changed my mind. And I, I think that's, um, I think it, it's good to have a safe space that opened up, even if it comes from Elmo on X Twitter. Yeah. And you're making a billionaire more billionaire by right. using that app. <laughs> right. I haven't been on that app in a long time, but I never understood that app ever. I tried and I was like, I don't even, it's just a bunch of understand people. how dunking on each other and then trauma (laughs) dunking and dumping dunking on each other and trauma dumping on elmo (laughs) well i don't know maybe it's um i I can't even understand how to follow the threads and stuff i'm just it's it's not a good user experience and it hasn't updated in like the 10 15 years it's been around so i don't know (laughs) yeah Yeah. uh so nick how are you doing uh I'm here. <laughs> tell me something you would the tell weekends. your dog and no one else. Um, I'm looking at him. He, he just got back from the groomer. <laughs> you know Does what? He I, go crazy when he gets home. Oh my groomer? gosh! When he he comes out of there, I call it Groomtanamo Bay. <laughs> so it's like he is out of there like a bat out of hell, man. He can't wait to get out of there and get home. Now he's exhausted because he's. He runs. He runs like like he's escaping prison. He really does. It's <laughs> he's running like he's running from the cops. <laughs> yeah, my dogs go crazy when they get home. They just chase each other and rub and roll and yeah. yeah anyway, yeah. and then that makes my day a little brighter watching that. I always I always do tell him he's he's a little. Um, well, I say he's a little lifesaver, but more so because mm. he kind of like forces me to get up on days I don't want to get up take him outside, stuff like that. Um, so those, mm. those days it's kind of like he gets me up and going, uh, when it seems like it's a big, big, uh, lunge to do so. Right. Right. Oh, that, and I also tell story him we that do. he is the best of all the boys. And there's a lot of boys out there like good boys. That's what I tell my dog too. Hmm. And that the female is the most beautiful. I call her brown sugar because she's brown. <laughs> but yeah. There's a story we could do uh, pets and uh, old oh, people I know. and uh, g- give, I give know. you purpose to get up. But anyway, yeah. yeah I, totally, uh, I, totally I apologize agree. again. So yesterday, Nick and I recorded for like an hour and a half and I forgot to hit record. So um, you don't have to. Apologize. So we had to pick new new topics for today and discuss them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, uh, uh, I hope yeah. you have a good weekend, buddy. Yep. You too. I hope everybody enjoys the rest of their day, wherever you are and however you're listening to this. Take care, everyone. We'll see you next time. Peace. This has been our mental health headline hot takes. We're so glad you came. Remember, when you heal yourself, you heal the world.
Be sure to like this video, leave comments, and suggest articles for future episodes. Hit subscribe to Eyes Wide Open and Bunny Hugs and Mental Health.